What's going on, No Poison Nation? Welcome to Season 2, Episode 2. We have special guest on today, Charlie Sage. Charlie is an intuitive life coach. I know many of you are like, what is that? She gets into that. She's also an expert in manifestation. We're going to get into that too. So this episode was really kind of crazy. So we really dove into manifestation. And I don't know what happened. I don't know why. But I got teary-eyed. It was a little weird. Man, is so sensitive. (laughs) I'm definitely more of a sensitive guy. That's true. No, but seriously, this was really a special interview. And um, I'm definitely taking a lot from this and have already started incorporating it into my life almost immediately and have seen benefits. And it's tough to explain, but Charlie has this certain energy around her. When she walks into a room, you just feel her energy and you're like instantly in a good mood. She's so passionate about what she talks about and it comes through in the interview and I think you're really going to like it. Uh, She was super passionate and like you just said, it came through in the interview and I think all you guys listening to this are really going to take a lot out of it. So we're psyched. Enjoy it. Stay tuned. The interview starts right now. Thank you, Charlie, for coming on here in this snowstorm. Yes, it's my favorite time of the year. <laughs> Us too. Snowboarding, skiing, it's the best time of the year. Yes. So everyone hears this word manifestation, and I hear it all the time, and I'm just yeah. like, what does that mean? Like, have my attitude, just like believe it, and mm-hmm. I think that's what the surface level of it is, yeah, but it's, sure. there's definitely a deeper meaning, and you're the expert on it, so mm-hmm. what is manifestation? Yeah, um, I know it's so funny. It's like everyone wants to know how we can get what we want i think that's just such a human um nature naturally because we we have an ego right we have this aspect of us that wants to control and keep us safe and figure it out but um to really understand manifestation we have to actually understand energy and how energy works and when we talk about that it's pretty game changer because when you when you understand all this on a cellular cellular level you can work with it and experience these changes in your own life so what is manifestation, right? This is such a hot topic. Like everyone wants to know how to do it, but the key to manifesting, you know, it's really understanding that you're not bringing anything to you. You are actually creating everything from within because this is an energetic field that we live in, right? We're talking about physics here. There is a formula and there's a science. And if you know science, that means if anybody does it a certain way, it will work. It's a, it's a certain equation. So let me break down the quantum field. Because if there's people listening, they might be like, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, so right all now? that, that was deep. That was a lot. Right. So let's break yeah. down each. Yeah, let's break it down yeah. really simple so you guys can understand. So the quantum field is, it, ha- it contains every single bit of information that's ever existed. It's an energetic electromagnetic field that's right here, right now. It's literally right here, right now. We're in it, okay? And it not only carries every bit of information that's ever existed, it holds every single dimension of time, okay? So there's dimensional fields in this universe. There's one through 15 dimensions. And to break it off, which is a whole other podcast, there's even more universes, not just this one. So in this dimensional field, we get to work with the physical realities. That's dimensions one through seven. Okay, so if you're hearing this, you're like, what the heck are you talking about? Well, there was only three. Or yeah, four. exactly. There's a lot. Um, this is just how energy works. It's physics. So it's just how energy is designed. And, you know, many years ago in NASA, we brought a man to the moon and we understood and we were able to land someone on the moon in a fraction of a second. We were able to time it, that there are exact laws held in place that are keeping our, uni- our universe rotating and moving. Thank you, Newton. Yeah. At a very <laughs> specific rate. And people might hear that and be like, well, duh. But it's like, do you really understand that there's a flow and a harmony to the universe? And if you're unaware, you can be living out of alignment. You can be living in disharmony with the universe or you can be living in harmony with these laws. So I always like 
to say, um, you know, there's laws that we have over here. Many of them, you know, we're talking about a lot nowadays. But, you know, if you steal something, you'll go to jail. If you go through a red light, you'll get a ticket. These are laws that are holding us in a certain way so that there's order in our society. It's the same thing with the universe. So the quantum field is all of it. It encompasses everything. So if you've ever lost someone in your life, their energy is still alive in the quantum field, right? It's like you transition, your energy is still alive. And so what we want to know about the quantum field is that that is where the manifestations happen. When people are talking about manifesting and they have an idea, your idea is in the quantum field. When you're thinking, if you were to think of like um, a chart, your belief, your uh, manifestation, your dream is on a bullet point on in a much higher frequency, in a much higher dimension. And then where you are right now is another bullet point in this current dimension. My conscious life. Yeah. And you want to create a bridge from where you are now to where you want to go. But most people look at where they want to go and think it's outside of them. And they don't understand energy. Because we are energetic beings living in a human body, which is the most inverted experience we've ever had in our life. We are consciousness inside of the body. We have to understand that if we're not understanding that, then we're going to try to do so many physical things to manifest what we want. We're going to try to do this, do that, do this, do that. And you guys, that is all working from a lack frequency. You're moving from lack. You don't believe you have it. So you're trying to get it. That is a lack mentality. And this is where people um, go wrong with manifesting because they say they can become very conscious and aware that they want to create a change. And I'll give the conscious awareness of someone wanting to lose 20 pounds. They're like, I want to lose this weight. I want to work out. I want to get my life together. That's great. And they start there and they have this bullet point of what it looks like. Many coaches will be like, let's get clear on what that looks like. What does it feel like? What are you doing when you're there? And they can see it. They can feel it. But the thing is, you guys, how do you get where you want to go by moving out of the dimensional field of lack and limit that you're currently in? This is so massive, you guys. If you understand that, we can break down dimensional fields and then talk about how you can actually manifest. So is it kind of like turning that belief into actions? Well, if I throw it on the bulletin board in the quantum field, right? Yeah. Now I need to do like I need actionable. I'm like a logical person. I yeah. can't just believe if I believe it and I throw it on this bulletin board in the eighth dimension in the quantum field. Yeah. Okay. So like in like the let's just say like let's just go to the fifth because yeah. the eighth's like not physical anymore. Okay. So let's go to the fifth, right? Where we're, all of us right now are in the third dimension. Right. This universe is in the third dimension. Yes. Okay. This is the lowest dimensional field we can actually ever experience. People are like, does it get lower than this when you kick the can? No, my this friend, it. it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Look what's going on going on right now. There's murder. There's rape. There's death. There's illness. There's cancer. Do you guys think it gets worse than this? Yeah. I, it doesn't. I agree. Well, it's physics. You. It's like you can fight it all you want you guys but if you actually look up the information you'll understand and i always say before i talk to people we all know this we're consciousness that's aware of all of this this is a remembrance but if you understand that this is the lowest dimensional field and everything you desire is moving you back up to where you came from then it's not really about doing it's more about the energy right we're talking about beliefs beliefs are an energy it's one of the most powerful energies you have but what creates your beliefs where are your beliefs in your mind most people don't know this your beliefs are held in your subconscious, which means you're not, you're not aware of what your beliefs which are. It's very hard to control your subconscious. It's like exactly. you have a dream. You're like, how the heck did, like you wake up the next morning, you're like, how the heck did I even, re what, that was my brain that was thinking that? Yeah. And then you try to do it while you're conscious. You yeah. try to think of the same memory and you're like, I can't even, I don't even know where my brain got that from. Exactly. The subconscious is so powerful. Well, that's really important because you just mentioned the brain and the brain and the mind are different. And the subconscious is, is, is the lower part of your mind that is working with your brain. Your brain is the, it's like that switching board that's right there. It's a magnetic switching board, but it only holds information of the past. 
So when people are saying they're manifesting with their brain, yes and no, your brain's not creating the idea. Your mind is. Your mind is energy. So I'll give you an example. Um, if I start telling you that um, your house is on fire and everything you love's inside of it and no, the doors are locked and nobody can get out and you're stuck here and you can't move, your body's going to start to feel freaking anxious. You're going to feel like, holy moly, what the heck is going on? You're going to start to feel it because your body is an instrument. It just unconsciously responds to what you're putting into your brain, okay? So your brain is feeling it and processing it, but your mind is thinking of it. It's getting emotionally attached to that, and then your body's responding. So you guys, you get a, with your brain, the frequency that your brain's emitting right now is not your highest frequency. It's the frequency of everything you've been through in your past. In order to change the plasticity of your brain and change the neurons and change the pathways, you guys, you have to use your mind. You have to become a master of your mind. And the subconscious is is the fertile soil that most people don't realize they have power over. Like you said, it's very challenging to become conscious of your of your subconscious, of course, because it's it's deeply programmed within you. So when you're manifesting and you're trying to lose that 20 pounds, right? Yeah. So obviously calorie deficit diets, exercising more, that's going to reach that goal. But, yeah. but truly believing it, is it more of like what are some other tools to really enhance manifestation to make your goal happen? Because yeah. maybe, you know, maybe Hunter wants to lose 10 pounds and yeah. he might tell himself he wants to lose 10 pounds, but he doesn't truly want to. So yeah. the action's not there. The, you think the, I need to? Uh, I mean, after that ski trip, you're looking a little, <laughs> Six or looking seven. A little sloppy, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's massive. Okay, we kind of touched on things like a little bit here and there. So I'll bring it back to the belief. Okay, so we have the person that wants to lose the weight, we'll say Hunter, and he can do all the physical things to lose the weight. Okay, this is really important to listen to you guys. And he can, let's say in three weeks, actually, you make your goal of that weight and you make it. But then let's say um, your cat dies and that's really traumatic for you. And all of a sudden the weight goes back on. Because the, the belief you've held about yourself was never about the physical. It was about your self-image in your, in your subconscious mind. Your self-image is created in your subconscious. So when we're manifesting, you guys, we all hold an image of who we are. We all have beliefs about what we can do and what we can't do. And most people will consciously say, I can be a millionaire. I can do all of these things. I can live my best life. But then you look at them and you're like, why aren't you doing it? Right. Because they they don't actually believe it. They consciously do, but their beliefs aren't in their conscious. Their beliefs are in their subconscious. Okay, so I think that's super important. So I really want to hit home on this because I think a lot of people are out there saying, I want to I want to become a millionaire. It's a perfect example. Yeah. All right, so what are you doing about it? And what can we do about it? If you truly want that, if somebody truly wants to be a millionaire, because a yeah. lot of people, I think, just talk out of their ass and yeah. they say they want to be a millionaire. Yeah. So I want to be a millionaire. I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. I'm going to go to the gym at 6. I'm mm. going to read. I'm going to do all those right things. But yeah. what... Are there other things, maybe more on a more of an energy approach to making those goals happen? Yeah, for sure. I mean, again, it's like, what does that even mean, right? What does that even mean? Like, what does it even mean to be a millionaire? Do people even understand what that means, right? It could mean something different for everyone. But however, that's a frequency. This is what we're talking about. Everything's energy. So the frequency of a millionaire, what does that feel like to you guys? What does it feel like? Freedom. Free, you took the word right out of my mouth. Freedom. freedom. Exactly. So that's the only thing I think of too. Freedom, being able to give, being able to share. Be like the more money I have, the more I can give to other people. It's love. It's freedom. It's 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 the um, the gateway to me to be able to access a lot more of what I feel I'm here to do. So the point is, how do you manifest that? Many people have heard this term before, taking a quantum leap. Have you ever heard that before? Yes. Yep. So that's what this work is when we're talking about the quantum field. You're trying to move from this dimension to this dimension. The dimension of 
of being the millionaire is in a higher frequency. And I'll give the example of the fifth dimension, which there's no fear. There's no disease. I live in it. It's a great life. <laughs> there's no there's How no do you worry. get there, though? Yeah, there this like is what I'm talking there? about. It's, it's because, Transit, right? <laughs> you just hop on a plane. You, it's, it's, it's in their mind. It's, it's an internal experience. I mean, if you can be a millionaire today, if you actually want that, it's about tapping into that frequency. So if you want to be the millionaire and you have this goal, what are you doing? You're like, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. That's a lot of effort. That's a lot of effort, and there's no wrong or right here, you guys. That's so important to understand. With, with life, there's no right or wrong. However, we're in a dualistic world, which means there is a right and wrong. And um, when we're talking about energy, there is physics. So when you are doing all of that effort, like we talked before, you don't actually believe you're the millionaire because you're waking up and hustling trying to be the millionaire. Do you understand? When you're trying mm. to do something, you're not it. You're trying. You're, it's, it's lack. Right. So I don't do that. <laughs> I don't, right. You know, I don't do that. Not that I have it all figured out, but I don't do that anymore. I did that a long time ago. I was making six figures. It was great, but I wasn't free. So that's not freedom, you guys. Like freedom's a frequency. It's being able to be here right now and embody that that energy of being a millionaire. What does that mean? You guys all said freedom. Okay. Right. So literally, how does it feel to be free? What does it feel like to be free? Great. Feels great. I want to say freeing, but yeah. it yeah. feels like invigorating, right? You feel light. You feel yeah. Light, right? So most people will look at their bank account and if they have like $100 in that, they'll start to have anxiety because they have to pay their bills. They don't have the money. They don't know what they're doing. So like, I'm going to go try to be a millionaire and they're going to hustle. They're going to try to make the money. They're going to try to get people to come to them. They're going to try to do all these things. And they've forgotten, they've forgotten what this journey is about. We're here to master energy, you guys. You can kick the can and make the money, but if you're not free, what's, what does it matter? They always say the poor man wants money. The rich man wants love. They always say these things because it's a frequency. So if you're trying to be the millionaire, this might sound simple because it is. <laughs> Literally go in the mirror, look at yourself, look at yourself in the mirror for 10 seconds and, and what comes up for you. Most people start to freak out okay? because <laughs> you're connecting with your soul. Your soul is your energy. That's who you are. And you're inside of the body that holds many beliefs about yourself that are not true. So if you were to tell someone to be a millionaire and talk to also all these other millionaires that have made money and say, you don't actually have to do anything, they would laugh at you. And they would say, are you joking? Do you know everything I did to make my money? And they'd say, and I'd be like, yeah, but are you free? And they'll be like, of course I'm free, blah, 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 blah. But they're still telling people how to do it. It's like, you're not free though. When you're truly free, you're sovereign. You don't care. You have zero. It does not matter what's going on in this world. It does not matter what's going on in your body. It does not matter what people are saying to you. You are sovereign. You are free. So a millionaire can be someone who is literally it's not the money. You guys, the money will come to the vibration that holds abundance. A person in lack trying to effort in everything they do is holding a lack frequency, a low frequency that is not in harmony at all with being the millionaire. You might make the money because you're a very powerful human. We have an ego that is so strong, you guys, that it can cause us to live a life that's not even the life we came here to live. We can do this whole journey and it can be great, but it's not what we came here to do, okay? And that is your power as a human to make free choices. But if you want to be a millionaire, this is a frequency. It's about looking at your bank account if you have $10 and knowing that does not define you. That is an opportunity to reflect to you the frequency that you're currently vibrating in. And if you can start to hold the self-image of being a millionaire, of whatever that looks like to you and what it feels like most importantly, then you're going to start to vibrate that frequency into the earth. The universe picks up your vibration. How is your vibration created? The thoughts you have, the feelings you have, the beliefs you hold, and the things you do. So those four things... 
How, what are some physical things that we can do to get to that frequency? It's so interesting how everyone wants to know what we can do. Yeah. It's not about doing. That's the life we live in is like, I need to do something in order for it to happen. And that's the paradigm we need to break. There's Sh- nothing that needs but to happen. But how do I shift? Th- so we're talking about like mindset and getting to that frequency. But how do I actually, what did you do in your journey to yeah. shift? Like you weren't always thinking like that, right? You, you no, so <laughs> definitely <laughs> not. So what are some things that like, what are some what? steps? What are some learnings? What yeah. are some j- journeys that you took to get your mind to shift to that frequency to understand that? Yeah. So most people wait for a crisis to happen to create a change. A lot of people don't create a change just because they wake up and they feel like they want to do it. Or they um, can wake up and listen to this podcast. Yeah, exactly. You guys hop on the, hop on the wave, <laughs> wake yeah. yourself up. But that's really, po- that's really important. Um, because again, it's, not about doing it's but we obviously have to do things because we're in a physical but what world about, like learning yeah that's what we're going to break down so your brain right your brain like i said it's this switching board of the past so i'll give you the example if you wake up every single day you're waking up every single day your brain's coming online and it's processing all the information from your past you might wake up again and be like oh man i got to go back to this job that i hate oh man i got to go do this again and all of a sudden the same energy from the past is coming back up so most people have habitual behavior. Humans, humans operate out of the habitual behavior that we do. So to break a pattern, is it requires effort. That's what you're talking about. How do you create the change? The first thing you have to do is begin to observe yourself. This is the first thing, you guys. Observe. Observe your thoughts. Observe what you're feeling. Observe what you're choosing. Because there's a narrative going on that's causing you to create to do all of that inside of you and your mind this is what we just talked about before your mind is the most powerful thing it's not your brain (laughs) your mind is your creative factor and it's the most powerful factor every human has it's your ability to create a reality within yourself whatever reality you create in yourself will be created outside of yourself so this is what we talked about being the millionaire if you're holding a belief in your mind you want to now listen to this podcast and say yo i'm going to be the experiment in my life and start today you can start to wake up every day and it's called auto-suggesting, right? Just like your phone, when you're trying to autocorrect a word, it doesn't do it, but the more you do it, it finally autocorrects it. It's the same thing with your with your mind. You're gonna auto-suggest to yourself every day, right? Let's say you're, you don't have money. You're like, I'm a billionaire, I can do it, right? Life's great, I'm abundant, whatever. And as soon as you auto-suggest that, you guys, you better believe that the sub your subconscious is gonna bring up every reason for why you're not that millionaire. So it's like good habit, you're creating good habits in your brain though. Yeah. Not like wake in up- In your and, mind. Yeah, in your mind, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like wake up and have some water, like that's like a physical habit, but exactly. you're saying like, Let's use that same idea, but then in your mind, create yeah. this positive habits. You got to bring all the things you're trying to do at, outside, inside. Right. Instead of going for the run and doing all those things, which are amazing, and they're not to shame. They're all good stuff. They're important. You want to start to exercise your mind. You want to start to develop your mind. You want to start to to raise the frequency of your mind. And you're saying the first step is to become in tune with what you're actually thinking, your beliefs. Yeah. And Observe create it. those positive habits. So Observe real fast, it. Charlie, you said... and. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but so did you just say your subconscious is going to remind you as to why you're not there? Exactly. I want to touch on that. What That's do you massive. mean by that? Because yeah. again, everything your beliefs are held in your subconscious, you guys. Your beliefs have been created since you were a baby. A lot of people don't realize this. When you come into the world, your brain, the only thing that you have at that time is wide open. It's developing. And your mind, your subconscious, you don't have a conscious mind yet. You're a baby. You have one. Don't you have a baby? I have two. You have two babies. So yeah. you know when they came into this world, they just cried and they were looking for it all. They didn't oh know yeah. what was up, what was down, what was blue, what was white. Mm-hmm. You taught them because their subconscious was wide open. They had no consciousness to say, this is right, this is wrong, this is good, this is bad. You programmed your babies. You right. taught them. That's right. I'm a programmer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's daddy programmer. Okay, y'all? So we've all been programmed. And I think 
going back to that just for a second, I think the best way to program or teach is just being a good role model. And I yeah. think that's how babies learn the best. And maybe that's how you treat your subconscious. If you're hanging out with positive people, if you're if you're looking up to positive role models, yeah. your subconscious is actually making those connections before you're even consciously trying to do it. Exactly. But this is the where most people don't want to admit. And this is part of life, you guys. So take this with a lot of ease. And it's also okay if it's massively triggering for you because this <laughs> is life. We also have to understand our parents are doing the best that they can. But there's things that we learn as children that have um, have have disabled our ability to be all that we are. 100%. So it's not our parents' fault. Again, this is not a shame game. This is just the journey. Every child has it. It doesn't matter. It might not be your family. It might be something that happened in school. Maybe a teacher yelling at you. You know, people don't really understand what trauma is because there's so many paradigms around it. But a trauma, you guys, is just anything energetically that you experience in your life that causes your nervous system to move out of harmony. So like when you kick this table before, like if my body just jumped, that's trauma. Mm-hmm. It's so subtle. But my nervous system didn't like it. It caused my body to, to, to And you physically separate. felt it. Yeah. It's your soul and your body coming out of alignment. So when you come back in, people don't realize that, let's say, um, and this is what we're talking about, because you said, why does the subconscious, is it going to show you all the things that you're not? Right. Because the energy that is uncomfortable to feel in our journey, whether it's our dad or mom yelling at us or a teacher yelling at us or seeing a cat get hit by a car, whatever it is, it feels uncomfortable. So the person chooses not to feel it consciously. And when you don't feel energy, it gets stuck in your body. And that's what your subconscious holds and your body holds, the memory of all of those things. So what are we doing to manifest? We're starting to become conscious of what has been held in our body that we have never wanted to feel and address. And guess what? It goes deep down into your childhood. This is the work I do with my clients all the time. We think it's about our boyfriend, our dad, our mom, our thing. You go into the roots. Every single person does not work differently. It works the same. It's always with the childhood because that's where your that's where your mind's developed. So going back to that we don't want to hold that in so we need to so the logical explanation or the logical thing to do would be let's handle it right let's talk about it let's understand what that how that made me feel and then let's what do i do to like combat it yeah okay so we don't so there's two words that right combat like we want to understand all these aspects it's just energy that's how we talked about the quantum field everything is energy your thoughts are energy this water bottle's energy it's all energy and matter vibrating at a frequency so when this energy is stuck in you it's not bad like people are like oh my god I went through trauma it's the worst thing in my life like no like if i was to tell you guys my story you'd probably be like what the f and it's like it's not it's just what it was it's all energy okay it's all energy once you understand that you're free because you're not going to judge yourself anymore you're not going to be so um, afraid of what what's been held in you anymore you're just going to feel it you're going to allow it and it's going to move. Right. I, I remember one of the questions on here was like, what does it mean when you feel and how does the how does feeling um, raise your frequency? Because energy is designed to move. And when it doesn't move, it gets stuck because the human doesn't want to feel it. That's when things start to get out of alignment. That's when. OK, so this will make so much more sense. You guys, how do you experience trauma? Your body's a filter. OK, you have a mental subtle body. This is so massive. You have an emotional subtle body. And you have a physical subtle body. What does that mean? When we're here right now, we're exchanging energy. It's going in and it's being processed through those bodies. So we have a mental body, which are your beliefs, your thoughts, the um, images in your mind, your emotional body, your feelings, your emotions, and your physical body, the sensations and your behaviors. That is how we are designed. That's how the human experiences life. So if someone wants to manifest a million dollars, 
but they've learned through their childhood that they had to work hard for everything in their life, that there wasn't enough food to go around, that um, you know, money doesn't grow on trees, that type of attitude, that type of energy. People that have a lot of money are pompous. Then they don't realize that in their subconscious, their mental belief believes that it's bad to make money, that it's um, greedy to make money. Their emotional beliefs are that they would feel embarrassed if they did make that money or they would feel like no one would accept them if they did make that money. And their physical bodies making choices that aren't actually making the money. Mm-hmm. So that's how they are out of alignment from that frequency. And then when I said you don't have to do anything, you got to go back in yourself and now change the frequency. How do you become the millionaire? You start to auto suggest to yourself that money comes to you easy quickly and consistently from multiple sources of income you get emotionally um, attached to that in your mind saying yeah the universe source god whatever you call it wants that for me i'm here to be abundant i can do this it's awesome what are you going to feel in your body the energy to then go out and speak on on camera to go out and introduce yourself to people the energy to go out and, and offer your services that's how this happens it's a frequency if you just jump to doing it I'm just going to go out and do all this stuff. That's cute, but you don't actually believe it. <laughs> and you have a self-image that, that you're not the shit. You have to have the self-image that you mm. are, and, and you and a lot of people don't have that. And I think it's easy for someone to pick that up that. when you're like, <laughs> when you're it's a cute. faker. When you're a faker, like yeah. I feel your energy like, ah, this guy's not a Exactly. People are intuitive. They don't want to admit it. We're all energetic beings, so you would feel the person that's really not the millionaire. Yeah. Exactly. But you, you change your mindset. You wake up and say, look, I am that person. I, I truly believe I am that person. I truly believe I was put on this earth to be that person, to yes. be abundant. Then when I go do those actions that we've talked about, now I'm actually like, I feel it and I know that this person's legit. Yeah, and there's a different frequency. The person that feels that way is probably going around smiling, blessing everyone, saying thank you, complimenting people. It's an every energy energetic experience is um, an energetic exchange. So the person that feels like a millionaire is probably giving so much love to the world, is probably showing up and causing everyone's day to get better, bringing light into people's lives compared to the human that might have millions of dollars in their bank account, but is cutting people off on the street, cursing people out, you know, being really stingy with their time. So we have to really understand the frequency. With and we stuff. keep saying like millionaire, like we're talking just financial money, but there's other ways to be rich, obviously. Yeah. And so right. that person who's cutting people off, yeah, they have money in their bank account. But I mean, if you're acting like that, you're like, you're acting like an asshole. You probably don't have a lot of people that love you. Yeah. You, you just don't, don't love yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like, you probably don't love you, yourself. Bro? Yeah. You? <laughs> you wake up and look in the mirror like, yeah, I'm rich. But are you like, you're, yeah. you're not really like a, a rich person. Yeah. And I love to talk about money because it's a very triggering subject for people. And I love that because it shows what we're still holding on to, what's getting in our way. And I always say, like, if you understand the laws of the universe, you understand source, God, whatever name you have for it, the universe, we could just call it that. This is an abundant universe. So, you guys, this is so massive. The law of attraction works both ways. A lot of people love the law of attraction, but they don't really understand it. The law of attraction is a secondary law, and it's important because we're talking about manifestation. The law of attraction brings to you whatever is in harmony with your frequency. All right, y'all, so listen up. Y'all might be thinking that you have a high frequency when you don't, and you're actually, the the law is working perfectly and bringing to you what you don't want what you don't desire just as abundantly as it could be giving you what you do desire. How do you shift your frequency by becoming the observer of your thoughts, of your beliefs, of your feelings and starting to allow them to be felt, allow it. You can't not allow it. You can't be like, no, I'm not that I'm the millionaire. No, you bro. You literally don't believe you're the millionaire. Chill. It's okay. Like you got to feel that for a second and then you got to breathe and, and, and get on top of it. You got to demolish it. You got to remember who you are. And it's the it's the practice of that routine 
for a couple of weeks, a couple of months, that changes the frequency of the human. The uh, That's really massive. It's that game. It's that ping pong match of, no, I can't. Yes, you can. No, I can't. Yes, you can. And then eventually it's like, yes, I freaking can. What else can I do? Because you believe it on an energetic level. And the universe feels that. And that's why, like, if you know this, a lot of people are experiencing this life already. You, your life becomes effortless. Like, I didn't have to reach out to you to get on here. It just happened. But I've been manifesting this for a really long time. Being on No Poison Podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Being on the best podcasts in the world. So I'm talking I don't blame about. you. So, That's what I'm talking about. But it's really effortless because yeah. it's frequency. And like we said in the beginning, there's a har- there, there is a harmony to the rhythm of the universe. And there's a rhythm to your soul. And if you allow yourself to tune in, to connect, you will allow yourself to go on that inner journey. And then you will live it. And then the universe will love you. And everything is just going to be birthing and birthing and birthing more and more and more life I think it's beautiful it, I think it's like when people say well, everything just always works out for me like I feel like that I feel like that for <laughs> me right I'm like everything just always works out I'm like just don't stress yeah. everything's gonna be fine it's gonna work out but then there's other people yeah that say like oh my god I have the worst luck ever nothing works and I think it's like a shift in mindset and not being aligned with your mind yeah and that causes that bad luck that what people call it but really it's just a mindset yeah. and an attitude yeah, well, look at, look at the narrative you just said, right? Like, oh, my life isn't working out. Oh, my God, nothing works out for me. Yeah, look what you're spelling into right. your life. Spelling, do you know why it's called spelling? Because years ago, millions of years ago, when they were trying to come up with how we're going to create this alphabet and all this system with the vocabulary and the words, they told Bob Joe to go over there and pick up the rock. And he literally went over there and picked up a rock. And they said, yo, we just casted a spell on him. He just did what we told him to do. Your words, you guys, we have to be aware of the frequency. Everything's frequency. The narratives you're speaking to yourself, consciously or not, are dictating your reality. So if you're saying nothing happens for me, of course not. You're the creator. You're literally creating nothing to happen for you. And opposite, everything always works out for me. Boom. Now I'm literally, that's what's going to happen now. You're literally creating a pathway in your brain, in the brain, which is the magnetic field that is now opening up everything to come to you. But the thing is, most people stop that. They're like, okay, I believe I can. Then something crazy happens. It's like, fuck, I don't believe it anymore. <laughs> then it's like, you got you to gotta believe it no matter what, which is like really the juice you guys because when you have ten dollars in your bank account which i have i've been homeless i've done all of this y'all like i'm not talking to you as someone who's like just learned this from people i've lived this and then i've studied with the best of the best to really perfect this and become an expert to share so you guys when you don't have it when you don't have it is when you have to be it <laughs> it's very easy to be it when you have it but that's not you you are the frequency you are the freedom you are the love you are the abundance if you don't if you're not tapped into it now then even when you get it, it's still not going to stick. It's not going to feel like all it is. So I think that's that's really interesting you just said that because I feel like a lot of times, and going back to what you said earlier, is that most people have to go through a traumatic you know, experience in order to make a change. And I feel like a lot of people have to hit rock bottom yeah. a lot of times in order to, I guess, just develop the, the belief in them that, like, fuck, if I don't, if I don't believe in this, I'm done. Yeah, right? that's massive. So it's almost like your back has to be, you know, put against the wall in order to make that change. I just thought that's pretty, this is pretty deep. This is, this is awesome. Yeah. Or yeah. it could be in a change of inspiration for me. Like it was interesting, you know, my journey of awakening, you know, and that could be a big word for people that are like, what the heck? Like you're really like hitting me with this spiritual shit today, girl. But it's not like an awakening just means to be able to see things clearly for what they are, you know, like 
there are many times I, we can all agree that we didn't maybe see things for what they were and then someone showed us something or something happened like okay no I see it now I see it clearly that's what an awakening is it's just seeing things from a more a much clearer perspective and my journey I grew up uh, my parents got divorced when I was three and their divorce was very messy my dad was very um very brilliant he's a very brilliant man smartest man I I, I believe ever and he used his power to um not really create an environment that was going to help us it was just more of like a battle between him and my mom and what he did was create a whole reality about our life that was not true and because we were so little he auto suggested it to us and we believed a whole story about our life that was not true at all I grew up believing my mom didn't love me I grew up believing all these things about my life that were not true absolutely not true at all but my dad wasn't able to heal his trauma so it stayed within him and then when something like this happened a, a cataclysmic shift a divorce instead of moving into the healing into the light he it just demolished him and he created more shadow for everyone else so when I was 16 he, when I was 14 we moved from Jersey to California and I've always wanted to be in LA because I love to write and act when I was younger so like duh who doesn't want to be there for that and then yeah. my high school was outside on the beach like what the heck like that we're what going what are we doing in New yeah Jersey? right yeah. so I went but my brother stayed with my mom in Jersey. And um, when I finally got out there, he moved me back and forth. Like, I would just come home from school. He'd get put me in the car and we'd drive cross, cross country in like 60 hours. Like, that's heinous. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a lot of up and going in my life. And I never, and I thought all this was normal. So it took a cataclysmic shift, rock bottom, for me to wake up to the fact that 16 years of my life have been a lie. Like, he could tell me the sky was purple and I'd believe him when it was obviously blue. But I was that brainwashed. And most humans are brainwashed because of the society we live in where we believe we need the coffee to get the energy. We believe we need all this stuff. It's very subtle, you guys. We listen to these songs and all of a sudden we want to act a certain way. It's very subtle. We um, believe we need to look skinny in order to be loved. We boom. believe we give social media the power over us. Exactly. It's all a paradigm. It's not true. It's just you're choosing to believe it or you're unconsciously a part of it, which I was unconsciously a part of a lot of things. And so it took my friends... In high school, you know, your friends are like your life. So it took them like calling me out on all of my lies, which I was lying because I was so ashamed of everything my dad was doing. We were living in other people's houses. We were living in our car. We were driving back and forth. I'm like, what the fuck? How do I? And all these people are celebrities. Like I was friends with all these celebrity kids. Like, how am I going to tell them this? Like, I was just lying out of my ass <laughs> left and right, like right. trying to make it work. Um, so when they called me out on my stuff and brought it to my attention, like, we know you're lying about everything. That was my rock bottom and they had a different perspective of you holy moly these people <laughs> came from my life holy, yeah. like put me on the crucifix they're like girl we're gonna and they were like we demand to know why no one in my life had ever my mom had tried so long i mean i love my mom she's amazing but i was so not able to hear her because of the way i grew up and what i was programmed to believe that it took my friends calling me out to bring to my awareness to become the observer. Like I said, the first part of this change is becoming the observer, recognizing what's going on within yourself. They were the people that was the catalyst for me to start to do that. But wouldn't it be great if we didn't need a traumatic event? It doesn't need to, to be because that's what I was about to get into with soul cycle and how then it became. So first for me, it was a traumatic event, something like that, recognizing that this is not who I am. I don't want to continue to do these behaviors. That's not me. I've learned this from my father. I need to change my life. And then I began to reprogram my brain. And this is what I'm trying to, this is such a great story, you guys, to explain what we just talked about. I started to then do the work, follow my soul, auto-suggest to myself. Like I literally had understood everything in my life was a lie. Like I had to relearn everything, which is major. <laughs> like 
everything in my life I started to question. Then it was like, okay, then what are you going to be? And again, no book was teaching me this, no person. This was my soul talking to me. Like, who is Charlie? Like, go find that out. Go feel that out. And all of a sudden, I just started to believe these things about myself that were true. No, I am worthy. No, I am incredible. No, I have a lot going for me. I I can do this. I can figure it out. And the forces of the universe worked with me. Next thing you know, I had someone give me the opportunity to go to Soul Cycle, which is at the time it was um, very big. It was a cycling place to go to that's very spiritual. It helps you. It's like a life coaching experience on a bike. And I was an athlete. So someone gave me the opportunity to go there for free. And if you know Soul Cycle, it's not cheap. It's like $35 a class. And I was broke and homeless. <laughs> and they're like, you want to come for free? And I was like, no, <laughs> they're like, what? I'm like, same thing about the body. I'm like, I don't want to get on a bike. I'm look like fucking like my legs are going to get huge. Like, I don't want to do that shit. They're like, you're whack. I'm like, okay. And then when someone was really consistent with me and just kept pushing it and I finally went and you guys, this is how simple the universe works with you. It's so effortless. They, at my first class I was um, recruited and they're like, we want you to be an instructor. And I'm like, the fuck, no way. I'm like, not doing that. I'm like, that's not happening. <laughs> like, I'm going to be an actor. I'm going to be a writer. I'm not going to be on this bike. They're like, char, whatever. Long story short, um, I started auditioning and, you know, it took me like that was such a state of inspiration is what I'm talking about. Being in that room, being around people that um, like you talked about a role model, having a role model that's speaking these things into your life and showing you that there is a way. I was surrounded by like 60 people. Don't even know who they are. Don't even care their story. But there's an energy in the room of support. There's a mirror reflection of what's possible from someone in front of you. And that's all I needed. I knew if I could be like a D1 athlete with softball, I can freaking change my life on a bike. Like it's like, let's just try. Let's be open. And it became such an, an, an inspiring room that I was healing years of trauma massive trauma on a bike because of inspiration that's what I'm talking about so it does you know it doesn't have to be something massive like a cataclysmic you know life-changing event that's terrible it can also be you jumping into a space or joining my community project line with all these little plug <laughs> yeah. there uh, with all these other individuals that don't need to say it you can just feel it and being around that that group energy that that collective energy that can heal you that can help you and then with before you knew it you guys by the time I was 18 a year later I was teaching for the company. I was teaching for SoulCycle all over the world. So, you know, and that was me starting from nothing, not believing it was possible. But the universe really does help you. And I think that's important what you said, like going into, you were kind of hesitant going in. Yeah. Maybe you were a little nervous to go to your first class. Maybe you were a little nervous to teach your first class. Heck yeah. And I think that is your body telling yourself like, oh, I'm uncomfortable in this situation. But I think when you make those leaps, that's when you see the most growth. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we just talked about the subconscious. I was consciously telling myself I could do it, but my subconscious was full of all the things my father told me. You felt it and you felt it. That's why it was challenging. It was the it was the past and the future and the present battling each other. It was like me showing up on the podium, but then in my head it's like you're disgusting. You can't do it. It's not possible. And I'm like, what the? I don't want to believe that, but it's there. So if I was to just ignore it, you guys, like I didn't get the job by ignoring it. I got the job by going into it and breathing through it and like then I, I have like a humor to it I think it's kind of funny at the end of the day I'm like yo this shit's wild like <laughs> that ain't it like I'm not gonna continue you gotta choose right we have free will I'm not gonna continue to hardwire and refire my past anymore I'm gonna now understand how my brain works how my body works I was very I dove deep into this to really understand the energetics here and I'm gonna choose to step out of this it's it's been cool for the past 16 years. I don't know if I would do it again this way, but it's cool. I don't want to do it anymore. And then 
that is obviously a lot easier said than done. But when you live in the moment and you just practice, I always teach my clients, just win the moment, just win the moment. Don't worry about the day. Just win the moment with yourself. That's when you start to literally create a different frequency within your body and things start to work out for you effortlessly. So, Charlie, did you realize at the time when you got that um, opportunity that it was, in fact, an opportunity? No way. No. I said no. Did you hear me? I yeah. was like, that. I was like, no. Right. <laughs> and I think that's totally normal. Like, people don't realize in the moment when they look back at their, like, your present is your tomorrow's past. Yeah. People don't realize that yes. when they're in that moment, how impactful it's going to be in their future. A thousand percent. I also, my ego was in my way. <laughs> Right. trying to control myself like you got to get out of your way like i had to surrender it was like how many things do you think you want none of that's it <laughs> like right. oh my gosh and like don't take everything so seriously like it like you said you were laughing about it yeah it's, it, like th that's the mindset that you trained your body to have to be like it's really not that serious like i'm just gonna do it i'll be all right yeah. well even better it's my soul it's yeah. it's who we all are it's our nature to be free it's our nature to have fun it's our nature to to be loved so it wasn't even my mindset because that's a tricky word you guys you're you know it's really more about understanding your soul i mean my mindset was effed up <laughs> my mindset would believed i wasn't it right so it wasn't my mindset that was teaching me it was my soul that was like you're not that but was it your but you need to get your mindset to believe what your soul is telling you right yes but we have to understand how the the mind works because the subconscious like we said well, you're going to auto suggest what you are and then your subconscious you could also say your ego right whatever way you want to say it is going to then tell you who you're who, who you really are which is not usually what you believe you are so then how do you how do you win the game how do you win the game it's you can't do it in your head i, I would think you need to align those yeah how do you align it I don't know. That's you listen to your soul. <laughs> your soul is what's going to overpower everything in this world. I mean, a lot of people don't want to want to separate themselves from source, from God, from the universe. But you're not. You're one. So it's not me that changed my life. It's my soul that did it. It's God that did it. There was something in me that won because I was not winning. I'll tell you that I was not. And and it's it took me to open up to to understand that there is something within me that can win for myself to win. That's not the human. <laughs> but I think what you did do is you allowed that awakening. You yes. allowed that opening. Yeah. That's the the physical, although yeah. it's not physical. Yeah. That's the thing that you need to do in order to that's make that happen. That's the human's job right. is to choose. That's you guys have to understand. You know, a lot of people like just give it up to God, give it up to the universe. Well, guys, we're humans. What's your duty? Free will. That's the first law. The second you move out of source, the second you jump into this universe, y'all, you have free will which means you have a choice to not create the life you're meant to live or you have the choice to and listen. I think a lot of people do that first one. Yeah, because it's easy, because it's so much every, easier. All the stimuli around us telling us we need to do this, we need to get that six-figure exactly. job, we need to be doing this, we need to look skinny. It's a and, matrix. And that's what we believe. Yeah. So yeah. how does somebody who's maybe not so in tune or so, you know somebody listening to this podcast that maybe is very logical yeah. and just not into... Like me. You know, yeah, that just doesn't know too much about this. How can somebody identify their soul? How can somebody... Yeah, understand that that's what question. they're feeling i love it yeah. so you guys have to also understand everything i'm saying you can choose to not believe that's your free will you could choose to not accept that's your free will but it's physics it's truth it's it's the science so um one day you'll eventually pick up your pants and believe it and change your life because you understand it but if you don't you have to you have to be open. It's not going to happen for you if you're not open. That's a, that's literally so important to understand. If you're listening to this, you're like, I want to connect with my soul. I just don't know how char and I really want to <laughs> put your hand on your heart and take a breath. Literally just take a breath. You are your breath. 
okay? And then there's a voice. There's always two voices in your head, okay? There could be a lot more depending on what you've gone through <laughs> that are there's a conversation that's happening. What I do is I have my conversations out loud. That's how I, fr- I didn't even know my soul was a thing till like two, maybe two or three, four years ago when I've been doing this work for over six, seven years now. So I just, you know, you don't need to know it. It's like, these are all things, but you're, you're an energetic being. You're feeling every second of your day and then you're choosing not to feel it. <laughs> you're right. like, I'm feeling and then I don't want to feel. I'm feeling, I don't want to feel. Your soul is, is, is there. It's holding you. So when you start to take deeper breaths, you'll feel deeply connected to your body. Everything's in your body. Most people want to be logical. Most people want to be in their head. Most people want to be all the way up here. But when you're in your head, you guys, you're not in your body and your soul's in your body. So you have to start breathing. Everybody take a breath. Mm. <sighs> right? <laughs> come yeah, right? take a breath. <laughs> take a breath. Then you have to you have to allow yourself to, to listen to the conversations because as much as people people have the volume turned up on the ego. It's all the way up. It's what's right, what's wrong, what's judging, what's 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 shaming, what's um what you desire, what you don't desire, your worries, your your dreams, it's all up there. Your soul is the aspect of you when you're freaking out to go on stage that's like you can do it just breathe you can do it just relax it's gonna be great just trust me right it's there it's there so it's not like some foo-foo thing that's like this little like glowing like light beam no y'all it's like it's you it's the voice inside of you that believes in you it's the voice inside of you if you're an athlete that's like i can freaking go i'm gonna freaking do this it's possible it's the aspect of you that never is judging you when you are judging yourself there's an aspect of you that's like chill the f out like you're gucci you're good like look in the mirror again just maybe close your eyes i don't know right like (laughs) it's there so breathing is so important you guys becoming the observer that's that's massive i mean that's the most important thing of the dialogue there is a there's a conversation happening within you so when you're observing i want to touch on this a little bit too when you're observing you're observing more your own inner dialogue versus your your physical actions or your yeah well either think about it everyone works differently that's why like like there's no right or wrong here and i know that could be hard because a lot of people want to be told what to do but there isn't there's no right or wrong if you have a um, a more accessible way of looking at what you're doing rather than going into your head at first they can both work right if you're choosing something this is important what is creating the choices that you're making do you guys know is that a question? Yeah, like it's okay. <laughs> like, do you know? No. Okay. What so is creating the, the choices? Like when you're choosing to drink this water, yeah. what is making that choice? My body's telling me, okay, you're thirsty. And then my mind is triggering my hand to then grab the thing. Beautiful. That's great. That's amazing. Mm. You guys, did you hear that? That was awesome. Right? <laughs> so it's starting up here and it's working down here. I don't know if anyone's an electrician, but a lot of electricians know from working with energy that you never work with a lower frequency to a higher frequency. You always start from a higher frequency and work down to lower frequency. It's the same thing in the human body. When you're making a choice, it's the last step. It's the lowest frequency. Your physical is the last. The third dimension, the lowest field. It's the physical field. It's the most physical. So your choices are the last part of your system, of the process. So if you can notice your choices, that's great. You don't have to start up here. For some people, that might be hard for them to go in and start being like the observer. So you were saying like the actual grabbing of the water bottle was the last choice. Yeah, so look at that. My body was telling me first, well, you're thirsty. Do something about it. And then your brain was like, what are you going to do? Exactly. So let's start from the top up now. You notice your choices. You're looking at yourself, eat a pint of ice cream every night. 
it's cool. I like that too. Hog and dogs. It's fire. Okay. <laughs> no judgment. Right. But you're looking at it. You're like, I'm choosing all these things. What the heck is happening here? Who am I? My life's going crazy. What? I don't know. Okay, cool. Now let's understand how this is happening. Let's understand the process. Let's understand how this has been created. Again, from the top up, we want to start with the highest frequency always. Right. So your mind has a belief. All right. The belief around the water. Right. We're talking about poison. This is obviously not poison. Water's life. So I'm holding belief. Water's good for me. It nourishes my body. It's going to give me everything that I need, right? And then there's an emotion that either believes it or not. If I do believe it, I'm going to say, yeah, I believe that. And then what's going to happen? My body's the instrument. It's going to pick up the water and drink it. It's casting the spell. But if, let's say, um, I know the water's good for me, but I have a belief because I've hung, I've hung out with alcoholics my whole life that um, it's not what I need. There's, it's not going to serve me. I'm not good enough to have the water, whatever it is, whatever. I'm just giving an example. I'm not trying to trigger then I'm probably not going to be the person that picks up and grabs the water all the time to drink and nourish myself because I don't believe I'm worthy of being nourished. So what am I going to do? I'm probably going to pick up something that is poison and put it into my body because I have an unconscious belief that I'm unworthy of receiving, if that makes sense. So you can notice your choices, but then what do you do? You become aware of what has caused you to believe that you need to be making those choices. So I think it's easier for someone who maybe is so in tune with this to notice my physical choices first and then Absolutely. kind of take a step back and say, what's causing those physical choices? Absolutely. It's like if you've ever worked with a life coach or any type of like basic coach, they'll be like, let's look at your lifestyle and change your habits. But that's, you can't just change the habits. Let's go second order. Let's go deeper. What's causing you to choose those habits? Why are you doing what you're doing is most important. And then when you find out the why, which most people don't want to ask the why, that's when you find the secret sauce that'll give you the ability that you can start to change your beha your behavior, not from a, a place of lack, right? You're not changing your behavior because there's something wrong with you. You're not changing your behavior because you there's something wrong with you because you're not working out. No, 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 no. There's a, now you're understanding that there's nothing wrong with the fact that you're not working out. However, there's um, a higher frequency in you that wants you to be free and abundant and healthy and well. And when you understand that and you tap into it, you're going to want to go for the walk. You're going to want to meditate. You're going to want to drink the water because you have a, you have a um, more conscious value for who you are. Why do you not put poison to your body? I think I'm a worthy person that doesn't want to tarnish my body. Yeah. And was there a time where you did tarnish your body? No. Never in your life? Mm, not really. So, okay. Not the best <laughs> example. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, actually, I mean, I guess growing up, it's not like I like smoked or did drugs or. Yeah. Not like I did any of that, but I did not have a conscious. I didn't have the understanding of ev all the food and stuff you put in your body is there's a lot of chemicals and stuff in that. And this is I only get one body. Why am I going to put all these chemicals and stuff that I don't know anything about? And Beautiful. I just wasn't so aware of that. So you did have something you just brought. You just hit it on the nail. Your conscious awareness changed. That is who we are. That aspect of you is who you are. The aspect that became more aware of, oh, I know I've been eating these chips all day, but holy moly, I didn't realize for the past 30 years there's been chemicals in it. That's your conscious right. awareness. That is who you are. That aspect's always evolving. There's always going to be more of you that's going to become more aware of things and then want to do the things you become more aware of. That's that's your soul. But so you you've been listening to your soul. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know how I did that other than just like learning and being aware of the stuff around me. I guess being conscious of my choices, observing yeah. my choices, and then actually taking a step back and saying, are those actually the best choices? Boom. And then how do I get in touch with my inner soul? You did the whole time. You can basically be teaching this. <laughs> you, you did <laughs> no, it. No, no, no. no, literally, that was it. I mean, that whole, that's a perfect example. That's why it doesn't have to be so extreme, you guys. Literally, it could be you just picking up something and doing it every single day and then recognizing, oh my goodness, there was 
something deeper why would I keep doing it if I realize that there's something there's not a positive aspect coming out of this why am I going to keep doing it then right good point like going back to yeah. when we when we're talking about trauma and I yeah. asked you wouldn't it be great if it didn't have to be trauma yeah nothing traumatic happened in that exactly. shit for me so that's a good example it does not have to be traumatic um but it, but the thing is there is trauma in everyone's life because that's how growth is created right you can't ev- evolution is outgrowing your your environment so you outgrew the environment of putting that stuff in your body that's why you evolved if you didn't you would still be eating those things does that right. make sense yes so it, that that was a change and for someone that could have been traumatic to let go of eating that whole life like, I, I love chips. I don't want to stop eating them. I'm attached to my chips. What the heck, right? That could be traumatic for someone. So that's why the word trauma, people have to really understand it's not so big. Mm-hmm. It's not so big. It's something subtle. It's something little. And it's it's an, it's an, it's a change in our nervous system. And that's a complete change. Your whole body is going to be different because you're putting different things inside of you. That's Your ego doesn't want you to do that. It wants you to continue to do everything you've been doing. That's why people have a hard time. You don't want to give up and say, like, I, I was wrong this whole time. That's you're like admitting defeat. Yeah. And nobody wants to do that. Your ego gets in the way. You're admitting yeah. defeat. Like you admit that I was making terrible choices. Nobody wants to think that they were making terrible choices. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I always say, like, um, they're not even terrible choices. They're the choices that you're making from a lower consciousness. If you knew more, you would have done more. It's like what Jesus says, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Forgive yourself. You didn't know what the heck you were doing and move forward. Right. I didn't. I didn't know that food was unhealthy. Exactly. So you're (laughs) fine. So at the time, it wasn't a bad choice. It wasn't at all. And I think judgment is one of those anchors that keeps people in the way of being able to create a change. Judging yourself as well. For sure. Yeah. Any judgment outward is judgment inward. It's a reflection for sure. So what about people being so hard on themselves? Like, okay, so I made the conscious decision now that I want to go to the gym. And now I'm I'm telling myself, okay, I'm going to go to the gym six times a week because that's what I need to do. Well, that's massive. To make up for my past. Make up for my past. But I feel like people need to understand that eventually once they get to that awakening or um, once their frequencies are aligned, then maybe they don't, they'll eventually realize that, okay, like you said, I'll just naturally understand I need to go to the gym. Yeah. Two or three times a week. Yeah, that's massive. They don't have to drink water more. Like, Mm-hmm. Are people overcompensating for, sure. for their lack of you know, better decisions? Yeah. I mean, you have me on the podcast. Anyone that knows me, like I would never suggest that. I don't give suggestions, but I would never suggest to yourself to do anything for X amount of days. Um, just not sustainable. It's conditional. It's just conditional. It's you're you're putting you're signing a contract with yourself that if you break, you're gonna feel like shit, and it's it's right. not, setting yourself it's, up for failure. It's not unconditional love, mm-hmm. right? Unconditional love is loving yourself. If you're fucking 600 pounds or you're, or you're 100 pounds, are you still going to love yourself? Like, legit. Are you right. going to love yourself? I don't know. I mean, I was a little fat the other day. I love myself still. <laughs> That's the point. Yeah. That's unconditional love. So yeah. when you're, people have to really understand this because, you know, um, it's very easy to just give someone a plan or tell them what to do. But if you're really trying to help them change their life, you got to start from 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 what changes your life. It's unconditional love, right? What helped me heal and do what I'm doing is knowing that even if I make a mistake on my journey, I'm going to be loved. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be I'm going to be taken care of. And that is massive because there was a time in my life where I didn't like the way I looked. There was a time in my life where I didn't like the money that I had. There was a time in my life where I'm like, oh, "Yo, this is crazy." But it was like what helped me leap, what helps someone create the change is knowing that you're already loved. You're actually loved now more than you'll ever be loved. <laughs> like that's when you actually understand that like I just got chills because it's like you you you're already everything you're looking for you are who you are looking for it's it's already here so if you try to give yourself this um ultimatum like okay now that I know that I love myself I'm gonna go work out every day you don't love yourself sorry right it's cute 
it's cute you're cute you don't remember you don't remember that you're everything yet but it's not even your body you guys we've become so identified to the body um that we think we are it that's why when there's something we don't like going on in it we're like we got to change it i don't like it i want to move it i want to move it i want to go to the gym okay but just chill there are aspects of course you know health right there's also so many paradigms around health but if you're trying to create a change and you're still efforting there's a lack within you. We want to start from wholeness, especially manifesting you guys to create an equal, right? So I'll make it a little more clear. The Newtonian world is what most people live in. That's the model of reality where you wait for a change to happen to create a change. You wait for the doctor to tell you that the disease has gone away for you to feel free. You wait for the money to come to your bank account for you to feel rich. You wait for the schools to tell you to take off your mask to take off your mask. That's the old world. The quantum model of reality is creating a change before it happens. What does that mean? I'm literally getting chills. It's about going into your body, right? What do we talk about? Auto-suggesting, thinking it, and then emotionally getting attached to it, feeling it, and then choosing it in your life before it shows up. That means you create an equal in the quantum field and it comes to you does that make sense so honestly this is how i found my wife and I, wow. you, no no you think no no honestly no i believe so you, you. got you <laughs> might think i'm messing around and just whatever being sweet because she's probably gonna listen to this i hope so cute. but no no but i'm being serious there was growing up so like all right my mother's like first generation from greece wow. uh, my grandparents you know i was raised by my family my grandparents whatever I'm getting teary. You're so I'm cute. What is going on? Your soul. <laughs> what is happening here? Just let here? it flow. Holy shit, man. Teary this is what happens when we're talking Weird. Truth. Weird. It's You're not beautiful. welcome back here. <laughs> She's out. You can feel Jesus. the energy. Take in the her in her soul. Holy shit. No, but growing up, I always knew I wanted a woman who was strong, who yeah. was smart, who was intelligent, um, hardworking, blonde. Beautiful. <laughs> you know, whatever. Oh, I love it. And, and an immigrant. I yeah. don't, I, for whatever reason, I always wanted, like, uh, that's just what I felt that I desired or what awesome. who I wanted. And that's who my wife is. Oh, my God. You know, gosh, she immigrated chills, here. Yeah, it's go. cool. So I just think it's, I don't know, it's fascinating. It is. It's how it happens. And that's that's your power, you guys. Again, you don't need to be aware of this. That's what I always say. Like, you don't need to know about the quantum field. You don't need to know about all these things because you already do know. You do. Your soul knows. But when you can become conscious and aware of all of it, this is how you become a master of your life and your shit starts to change. That's why I study the physics of life. I study the brain. I study the body. I study the science, the neuroplasticity, because I didn't know any of it. And I changed my life without knowing it. Then I'm like, I need to teach it to people. I need to freaking know this, how it works so people can understand it. Because when you understand it, you can work with it. If you don't know, then you're just doing the best you can. A lot of people that choose to work with me and they're working with me, they go, I chose to work with you because I didn't want to spend 15 years trying to figure it out anymore. Not because I have something that they don't that they don't know. They just don't want to waste time. <laughs> it's like, right. yeah, exactly. That's right. the point. We all know this. There's no hierarchy. You can be a human that has no idea of all of this and still understand that you're connected to your soul. You're following your ego or your soul in every now moment. You're connected to the quantum field like you already are it. But when you're aware of it, that's when you can start to use it. I mean, you're like, yo, yeah, that's how I found my wife. Yeah, okay, now after this episode, no, what literally. are you going to go do next? <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? And he didn't even know that before. But he I did, didn't. He, he didn't understand the quantums and exactly, all of that. Exactly, because no. you don't need but to. But I knew... I knew it was going to be a reality at the time, and I was younger. Yeah, I don't you know why. It. I was going to say you. Yeah. you believe you. You actually, definitely, hundred percent believed it. Yeah. yeah, but there was no. It's just weird because if you think about it, it wasn't like I was like, oh, I'm going to dream up my wife today. You no, know what I mean? It was just like yeah. uh, just in your subconscious. It's subtle. I guess. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's how your soul works. I mean, I carry this goal card every single day, right? And it and, and this is something that if you're talking about actions, right? Like, how do you change your mind? How do you change your beliefs? How do you do that? I have a goal card I carry around every single day. Um, and this is something that I do. Now, there's days that if I don't do it, I'm not like, okay, you, you're not going to, like, there's something wrong with you. No. But I know that in order to, we learn through programming. We learn through conditioning. So repetition is how every human learns, right? Mm-hmm. Um And just, I love what you said about your wife. I'm still feeling that. I'm like, you're amazing. (laughs) Um, But when we are trying to create a change, you guys, it's called breaking a pattern, breaking the program. And from a young age, as you just shared, you had a program in your brain and your body that you were going to meet your wife that is X, Y, and Z. Now, we need to give the universe direction because if we don't give the universe direction, we're going to get a multitude of all this crazy ass stuff. And you've probably experienced it when you've dated people, when you've gone through things, when you've had jobs, you've been through so many different experiences. So when you can pinpoint what you do desire, that is when you start to it starts to attract into your life. So I auto suggest to myself every day what I what I know that I desire. And I also give room for the universe to wow me because I am not the creator of all. I am, I'm very humbled. I understand I don't have this all figured out. And there is an element of here, an element in this world that loves me enough to bless me greater than I could possibly imagine. So what do you do then? You start to get clear and you meditate or you go for a walk or you listen to some music, whatever you're, there's no right or wrong. You get your flow state. You go on a ski, you go on a ski freaking ride. You go get on your snowboard. You do whatever it is to get in your flow state. You go play basketball, whatever, and you start to allow your soul. It doesn't have to be that deep. You could just say, you know, you just allow your heart, whatever. It's like there's, it's all interchangeable. You can allow your energy to show you what it is that you desire. That's what I do. And the next thing you know, you're like, I do want this wife with the blonde hair and is an immigrant. Like, well, I don't even know why the heck that came through. But like, <laughs> I want that shit. Okay, cool. Now you know. Now yeah. the universe is clear. You're communicating with it what you want. And that is, that's that's maturity. It's soul maturity to know what you want. A lot of people don't know. And they're going to take X, Y, and Z. They'll take the first thing that comes off that's cute. It's like... I know she might be cute, but she might be crazy. Like, I'm (laughs) like, you know, like it it can be like that. I've experienced stuff like that. Like, holy moly. But when you're clear on what you desire, because this is um, this is all an energetic exchange, you're literally giving the direction. You're writing a letter to the universe. My coach, Bob Proctor, used to always say to me, when you don't know what you want, imagine writing a letter to the universe without writing sentences and just scrambling the letters all over the page. And then the universe receives that letter and they can't read it. So they're going to send you back a bunch of random freaking letters on that page. And you're going to say things like crazy things are happening in my life. Nothing I want is coming my way. Why do all the bad things happen to me? Because you're not clear. You're not clear. And when you get clear and you ask for it, you ask for it instead of trying to just create it. You ask for it consciously or not. You had a thought. I want this wife. She's cute. She's blonde. She's an immigrant. I want that. Okay, but you're not attached to it. You just wanted it, and you just let it play. Then, boom, look where you are now. Right. And you have two kids. So, going back to that, too, I think maybe it's important to touch on this as well, that maybe people don't understand that maybe they're asking for the wrong thing. Yeah. So, (laughs) before Hunter and I, we said uh, money, millionaires, right? Yeah. But when you asked us what that feels like, we both said freedom. Exactly. So, maybe what we really should be asking for is financial freedom versus being a millionaire. Because a lot of times people understand being a millionaire and making that money comes with you know, may have to come with long hours, uh, staying away from your family, uh, a lot of stress, a lot of this, a lot of that. So maybe we're asking for the wrong thing. For sure. And it's also, like you said, creating the reality you desire. Like if you want um, the freedom, what is stopping you from having it right now? Freedom. uh, I guess most people, obviously, they're, and I'm I'm probably speaking for most people, is uh, 
is their financial situation. I think that's probably stopping people have families, feel like they have responsibilities. I understand. You know, I think that's probably the biggest play for people. Yeah, and so which is valid. This is completely valid. We're that we're in a human world that's physical, that's real when you have kids, when you have things going on, but then you're a slave to money. <laughs> right. You're yeah. sacrificing one for the other. So you're choosing to trust. M- you're giving the power to money over God or money over the universe. However you say it. Right. Do you understand? Yeah, a hundred percent. I think, like you said, you're giving money the power where you could have the power and manifest that financial freedom, whether that's money or living <laughs> within your means yeah. or doing something else. Right? Well, people want to manifest, but then they don't want to believe in God or source the universe. You can't do it. You have to understand the quantum field. That's what it is. It's the energy that you're asking. Okay, so if you have a struggle with money right now and you're in fear because you don't have money to pay your bills, you are giving the power to fear rather than to love. You're giving the power to money rather than to the universe. Okay, so it doesn't matter what you do until you finally choose to surrender your fear to the money. Will you get the money (laughs) from the universe? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I think this is all all making sense. I just want to really make sure that people listening to this podcast understand to do that and to start asking for the correct things versus what they think they want. Well, yes, that's true. But also you have to be in a place to receive because if you're just asking and you don't really believe because you're not actually connected to source to the universe, then you're not going to receive is what I'm trying to say. There's a block in your in your energetic chain. There's like a there's a shut door. To the door that the b- abundance is right at your door, but you have it locked. Right. And it's never going to open until you connect back to wholeness. Okay. How do you connect back to wholeness? Becoming one with the universe, becoming one with source, becoming one with God. It's the okay. only way it works. Gotcha. So that's the one thing I really have to dive deep because it's really triggering for people to understand, especially with all their experiences, which I understand you guys. It, that's why you get to create the word. It doesn't have to be a certain name, but it's understanding what we're created from you are that energy incarnate and you're trying to attract something your way it's the same it's the same energy that you are but you don't believe it when you're labeling it as money you're creating separateness from it being energy you're like i need the money it's just energy if you knew you had it within you it would flow to you but you're creating separateness because you're labeling it and you're saying you don't have it which is pushing it away from you does that make sense yeah so this is the frequency we have to understand you guys there's and there's so many people that are teaching different things that are very confusing about this. You can try to manifest. You can try to say, I believe I can, I believe I can, I believe I can. But that's your ego saying, I believe I can. I believe I know what to do. I believe I'm worthy of it. Not your soul. Your soul has no attachment. Your soul can be poor on the street and is blessed. Okay. Your soul right. can be happy as hell and have no money. Your soul is your freedom. So if you're not truly connected and merged with this presence... It's not that you can't have it because we're all connected even if we don't believe we are. That's the that's the the funny thing. But when you open, that's when the flow can be greater. When you open, that's when things can come your way. When you open, it means you're not attached to the outcome. You're not attached to the money coming. You're not attached to the people saying you can take off your masks. You're not attached to anything because you're already free. Does that make sense? Right. So that's really important with manifesting is that you want to be it. You want to become it before you receive it. And the only way to become it is to create the energy within you more. It's already there. It's to allow it to be felt within you. And that means coming back to wholeness. I believe right. I'm whole. I already believe the money's in my account. And then you'll have Mary Jo or John, whatever, saying, but look, you have $10. Right. And then you're like, but 
that's cute. It's just, it's just, what did we say, you guys? The physical is the last thing to materialize. The choice right. that you're making mm-hmm. is the bottom. It's the last part. So are you going to now, f- you're, as a creator of your reality, are you going to allow the exterior to create your environment? Or are you going to let your interior to create your environment? And if you choose to create the environment interiorly, then your external environment's never going to create your reality. You will always be creating your reality. And I just want to make this clear to everybody listening. That does not mean to feel like you're going to make a million dollars and go and spend a million dollars on like a random car right now. That's massive. Okay. And you please, know why that's massive? Please do not go and do that. Yeah. Oh my yet. gosh. He just said <laughs> such an important thing. That's so important, you guys. If you are overgiving or you're overspending, that is lack. Right. That's actually lack. What are you compensating for? Yeah, bro. Like I had to learn that the hard way. I made like, you know, 20 grand one month and then it was gone. I'm like, the you had some fuck? sick clothes though, didn't you? No, not even. <laughs> I was blessing other people. I was giving waiters hundred dollars. I was giving people hundred. And then my mom's like, "You're cute, but like, you're not Jesus. Like, that's not your job. <laughs> like, legit." I was like, "Holy!" But I'm I'm someone who does this every day. I that's what I really am happy you brought that point up because it's not people have you know we're not always aware of what we're doing. And sometimes you can give everything that you have and nobody wants that for you. Like the universe does not want you to give this shirt off your back. Right. We're believe that. But no, then you're fucking going to you're going to freeze to death. <laughs> like right. you understand. So that's why being whole is the essential. That's why it's really un- like the essential part in all of this. Like you can't create an equal. You can't create more if you're not whole. It's like massive. Yeah, <laughs> so like it's frequency. It's um, it's 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 science. It's energy. And if you want more you have to become more from the inside how do you become more from the inside you have to open your heart sorry knock knock who's there (laughs) gotta open it right i mean i was put the ego aside yeah put the ego aside it's cute it's there to protect you it's here to keep you safe it's here to not so your ego doesn't believe in you i want you to know that your ego does not believe in you it believes you're disempowered that's why it's here to tell you what to do that's why it's here to tell you what not to do that's why it's here to get in your way and make decisions for you so most people um believe that they're disempowered but will never say that out loud right i made a video about this the other day i'm like are you disempowered you might think you're not but let's look at your life right like like be very aware that your ego is not a bad thing it's in you so that if you go across a bridge and you're hanging off too far it pulls you back and says no you could freaking die that's scary don't do that but then then there becomes a point in your life where you mature and you grow up and you realize hey bro i know i can fall and i know it's scary but i'm safe here i'm not gonna let go i got this so we need to um we need to be with our ego we need to live in our ego and then we need to graduate and let our ego merge with our soul that's the work that i do it's helping people step from their ego and move into their soul which is always there we just don't want to trust that's the key word can do you trust that if you were to stop working for five days i had to experiment with this myself y'all it was crazy if you were to stop working for a week that you will make more money than you made the prior week if you didn't do one thing and you were just present i don't think i would yeah, I don't, I don't think I would either. I didn't think I would either, but then I did. I made more money in a week than I ever made the week before by doing nothing and practicing this work. You got to be willing to be the experiment in your life. It doesn't have to be so big. What I is don't the think ki- that would work for me. Because you don't trust it. I don't. That's the point. <laughs> so can you walk us through how like how did, that, how did that transpire? Like, I what said you're happened? fucking crazy, bro. When my coach told me that, he was like, and Bob Proctor, God rest his soul, he just passed away. He's been teaching this work for over 70 years. Um, he was 80, 87 when he passed away. Um, he's, he's taught this stuff to everyone. But when he was telling me, he was like, Char, you don't believe. You don't believe, you don't trust, you don't trust God, you don't trust yourself. And I was like, that's not true. Yes, I do. And he's like, you don't because you believe you have to effort. You have to do all these things to make money. You believe that. And I'm like, 
yeah, <laughs> it's this world. Like the, he's right. like, okay, cool, but you're not understanding that you have lack within you. You have distrust within you. You actually are your energy shrinking. Your energetic field around your body that is keeping you safe and and vibrating out to the universe is shrinking when you don't trust. So I went into the woods. No laptop, no phone, nada. Like what the f? <laughs> and I went out there and I just chilled. And he taught me that you have to understand a lot of religion, religious um, philosophies and stuff will say to worship, right? When you're worshiping, you're connected to source. When you're worshiping, you're connected to God. But it's actually understanding that when you're present, because God is omnipresence, a source, whatever name you have for it, is presence. That when you are present, you are actually the most connected ever, of course, because it's presence. So my practice was to go be present for a week and to not be doing all these things that don't make me present. And I was blessed abundantly. And then I just spent it all. <laughs> but I was I was blessed abundantly. I just got chills because it was and God's like chill char. I'm like, I know, bro. But I I had to experience that. And most people are so afraid to step into the unknown. But the unknown is where change happens. The unknown is literally where magic happens, is where change is created. And people don't trust the unknown because their ego doesn't want them to. But when you do trust the unknown, that's when miracles happen. Can I ask how you actually got abundantly blessed financially from sitting in the woods yeah um so i have lots of work you guys know on my instagram on things that i do and people just like i had this weird idea allison actually once that's how she joined my project align she's on my on demand my my thing she's like hey i just had a thought i why not to take your class she signed up for the on demand library the monthly subscription other people booked into my sessions for prior weeks i just i know i want to work with you, you already had that infrastructure set up of what course if i don't have that infrastructure you gotta set, set, up? set that shit up so if i take yeah, a week off right systems. now i'm not gonna yeah well that's important but that's a different conversation because that's someone who knows what they want right if you don't know what you want you're not gonna have systems in place um if right. and that's but if you do know what you want you'll have i have multiple sources of income that's passive money i'm not even doing something someone's running my class right now i'm here right that's a whole nother like we can come back and talk about business later but that is important um if you don't have things set in place you're not you don't believe in yourself first off you're not giving yourself an opportunity first off but um you don't need systems in place at first just to be um to experience this like we're talking about with i know let's give something um, simple a partner you don't need to have a profile on an, an i've never been on a social media thing in my life right you don't need that to find a partner you don't have to have a system in place wait people got married before tinder was a thing no no that's not possible <laughs> that can never be right but that's so massive like we're talking about money but let's just talk about relationships have you ever like just been somewhere and you bumped into someone or met someone and it was amazing you had like the best interaction ever have you yeah yeah, yeah exactly it's like it, the universe I felt like when i met allison i didn't even know oh my gosh how did you meet allison how did you oh meet okay, allison? here we go come no. on we are, we have mutual friends who were dating at the time. Yeah. And I I was going away in, in Massachusetts. I was at school in Massachusetts and I came home for like one of those Thanksgiving things. Yeah. Or maybe it was New Year's or something. Like a holiday. Yeah. And we were hanging out and I literally just instantly felt like, I don't know, like I felt like a, a connection to her. And I'm like, you're really cool. You're like a cool person. Yeah, and she's like, she's and then like we, we hung out, whatever. And. I dropped her off at her house the next morning. I'm like, I'm never, I'm literally, I'm going back to school. I'm, I'm honestly never going to call you again. Yeah. And then <laughs> that's yeah. literally what happened. And then, I understand. And then she's like, wow, what an asshole. And then um, the next break came and I was just found myself in her presence again. Yep. I'm like, I need to, I need to keep talking to you. I, I need to keep chills. seeing you. And yeah. I was like, it just like had this overwhelming feeling. Exactly. It's, it's beautiful. You guys, that's like, that's how I met my boyfriend too. Random. Just like, I was like, I 
did all this work of understanding that I need to be whole before I have another partner because my relationships in the past were like <laughs> freaking rocky. I'm like, bro, it's just <laughs> wild. What is happening here? Just keep attracting the same shit. And I did that work to change the mind, to change my uh, you know embodiment. And I felt the presence of my partner. And then all I did one day, you guys, literally, I chose to follow my higher self. One morning I woke up to teach all these classes and this aspect of me said cancel your classes so are you on crack and listen to it yeah Yeah, i'm like i'm not canceling my class you fuck like i need to like and then my soul's like listen cancel your classes so i cancel my classes i get in my car i said what are we doing he says we're going to the beach i said okay where are we going and we're in the car (laughs) we're going down the beach all of a sudden i have a pass to go to a specific beach and and i'm looking at the pass and it's like no and i'm like the fuck you mean no where are we going and it said follow the birds and for me i know that might sound woo woo but hawks are massive for me they guide me everywhere they're always showing up like if you're my friend you obviously know they're always here we were snowboarding yesterday they're right here with us the whole time like hawks are always guiding me i was guided to go to belmar which i never go to belmar ever in my entire life but i was there at eight in the morning no one's gonna be there and i'm just following my higher self you guys and i go to jump in the water and i jump in the water and the next thing you know a lifeguard blows his whistle at me (laughs) Like, holy shit, is this a surprise? I'm like, God, you just gave me this angel. And now he's my man, right? And so, but I was swimming in the wrong section. I was swimming with the surfers. Just uh, me just being me. And then I met the person that I love, right? So that's the point. It happens effortlessly. I didn't plan that. I didn't, you know, I did. I I manifested him, but I didn't know it was going to happen. But but the universe gives it to you even greater than you can imagine. That's the point, right? So if I was really held on it being a certain way, then who knows if I would have met him. But I was very open to the universe giving it to me even greater than I can imagine. And it happened doing all of my favorite things by the beach and the water with the guy. Like, thank you, right? Yeah, it's the like, red trunk song. Yeah, he just looked at fire. He's telling me what to do. I'm like, okay. He's like, get out of the yeah, water. He's like, come over. I didn't hear a word he said. Yeah, he's like, you can do it every you want. Um, but that's the point, you guys. Like, when you really open yourself up to, to receive, that's the key. If you don't believe you're worthy of receiving, then then there's a distrust you have within yourself and with the universe. And that's what we want to create. And I think it's easy to see like with relationships because you feel a certain way, but Mm -hmm. I think you should relate it to other aspects of your life. What should you be doing every day? You canceled your classes. You started the project align. Yeah. All of these things, you it's a similar thing with the relationship you had of feeling and you listen to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And you trusted the experience. It wants to guide you, but it can't guide you if you're still getting in your own way. Like I had to really allow, I still do even in every now moment. It's like, allow yourself to be wowed by you get out of your own way and first off if you're doing anything this is massive and routine and repetition it's a program your soul wants to break you out of every program you have when you're working and you're doing what you love it never feels like work like i don't think i've worked a day in my life since i left soul like i loved soul cycle don't get me wrong it was a great opportunity but it was a lot of effort you had to teach x amount of classes to do x amount of things there was a lot i was teaching 16 70 classes some weeks it's a lot if you've ever been in those classes and they were packed they're packed with people it's a lot of energy that you're transferring like i didn't know my worth so i was just giving myself to everything and then i had experiences that showed me like if you don't do this you're gonna literally die like i almost got in a car i got in a car accident almost died and everything changed and it was like wake up (laughs) you don't even know who you are and you have everything you want i had all of my dreams i was living a great life i was financially free but i had zero idea of who i was and how much i mattered I didn't realize I thought I did if you asked me I'm like yeah I'm blessed like okay then the universe moved on me and it was like oh like it's so much greater than you can even imagine but you're not you're not aware so you now everything has to change and then 
following my soul to actually take the jumps like what I do in my life what I'm really good at what I've realized is jumping before I know what the heck comes next and as I've become really good at doing that I know I'm safe now but before then when I was just jumping and quitting soul doing all these things leaving all these different things I was scared as f but there's something telling me I got to do it now I choose to allow myself to know that whatever scares me is leading me to my greatest next adventure like I just follow the fear and I freaking love it I let it move me but most people feel fear and they contract they're like I'm not gonna do that I'm not gonna go talk I'm not gonna grab the mic I'm not gonna go on the podcast I'm not gonna do this it's like why are you afraid your freedom is beyond the, the fear and that's what's always guiding us we 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 are afraid to not have money so we go and we try to make money we're afraid to not have love so we go and try to find love we're afraid there's nothing to be afraid of. It's an illusion. And the illusions created from our past experiences that are very real, very valid. But it's time to let that energy go because it's not here to create the new. It's here to repattern the past, if that makes sense. Charlie, I want, in, I want to uh, get to our viewers and let them know how they can join your Project Align. Yeah. Um, and how they can reach out and follow you and, yeah. and other things you have to offer uh, yeah, for them. Yeah, you guys, come join the party. There's so much love over here. <laughs> so I can much, feel it. So Hell much yeah. amazing stuff happening and being around other people that are going through something different but c- going through the same unique experience is massive. Community is huge. We are not here to go through this journey alone. As you can tell, it can get very complicated. It can get very overwhelming and community has been so massive. So I wanted to create a space. I didn't even do it intentionally. The universe did this for me too. It just came up with Project Align in a time in my life where I was living out of alignment. I moved to Miami with SoulCycle and something just didn't feel right. And so I wanted to create a, a space at the time to to do what we're literally doing, to talk, to move the body, to understand this work, to meditate, to start to recondition and repattern the mind. And that's how Project Align came about. And then when I moved back to Jersey, that's when I really made it a business and, and I came, it became so much more. So what is Project Align? It's this incredible space where you can choose how you want to flow. You can choose how you want to go. Project Align has physical workouts. We do breath work. We do rhythm-based cycling, like Soul Cycle, how I used to do it. I have a signature workout called Align, which you don't need anything for, just your body and a mat. And you'll transform your freaking body. You'll transform everything, okay? Um, And then life coaching, business coaching, any type of guidance that you need. I work with people one-on-one, corporate events, all that type of stuff. And then I have um, an offering called the Academy of Alchemy, which is so next level, you guys. For $33, you get access to all of the events every single month. There's four events. There's one like this where we talk, we unpack, we get to the nitty-gritty of what's going on. There's a free coaching session that you receive with the group. There's a guided meditation to help you embody this work. And then there's a clearing that we go through. It's like it's not really like a workout, but it's very movement based to Mm. get the energy moved and cleared through your body that we have every month. And I created that. So it's super accessible for people to experience this and to do this work in their own life, no matter what. I mean, everyone has thirty three dollars. So to be able to do that is amazing. And if you don't, just reach out to me. We'll get you in there. It's like totally okay. Um, but you can just go to IamCharlieSage.com. That's my website. And you'll find everything there. Um, and yeah, if you want to follow me on Instagram, again, I am Charlie Sage. My business is at Project Align. And you can always email me at IamCharlieSage at gmail.com. I love you guys. Like I could talk to you all forever. So any <laughs> questions you have, like, let me know. I'm literally here to serve you. So Whatever this is you guys awesome. Need. This was a great episode. Really, really appreciate you coming yeah. on here and sharing everything with us. I think that was definitely the most powerful episode we've ever had. Awesome. 
Thank you so much. Fucking cried over here. Yeah, <laughs> it's beautiful. Everyone needs to tune in. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys so much. I'm thank so you, grateful. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you. Awesome.